Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. Good evening. I know it's a kind of a shock to see me before June, but I got a release from the Lord to give you all a snippet, a teaser, if you will, of the book of Esther teaching that I am charged to do beginning in June. Um, Again, I am, for those of you who may be new here, I am Apostle Jennifer Harris of Fill the Well Ministries based here in St. Louis, Missouri. The purpose of Fill the Well Ministries is to equip, teach, and love on God's people. When I was in my devotional time, I'm normally noticing when the Lord will not let me leave a particular scripture or especially a particular book, as we saw in Jude earlier this year, that there's something he wants me to do, something he wants me to see, or there's an assignment that is either potential or uh, in the future. But I am so excited about this teaching. I am so excited that it is going to happen, that the Lord has trusted and entrusted me with this particular assignment. And in giving you a teaser, I'm going, I'm, the Lord has allowed me to go to Esther 4, the most common, commonly preached, commonly uh, cited uh, chapter, chapter in this particular book. And we know Esther, like Ruth, is a a very short book. I believe Ruth is not even five chapters. But there's so much happening in Ruth that it can be, it is a wealth of information. And even as I look at the book of Esther, as the Lord has instructed me and allowed me to begin to break things up and break things apart, there are so many moving parts to it that there will be a study guide for for this particular assignment for this particular for this particular time and I believe that the Lord would have me to do that just so you all can absorb this level of information have it at the ready but I but without further ado I'm going to give a quick word of prayer and then go into the teaser Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now, God, for this day you have given. I rejoice and be glad in it, O oh God. Father, I thank you for this assignment. Thank you for these, your people. I thank you, I thank you, Lord, for those who whom will be either watching this particular this particular teaser on the YouTube page for that portion of media media ministry and on the podcast, oh God, I ask you right now, Lord, that you decrease me, oh God, that you may increase more in me, oh God, that I may give this portion, this this piece of the bread of life for your people and for your glory. In Christ's name, amen. 
And the Lord instructed me to teach uh, the book of Esther out of the Amplified. So my notes will be my notes will be from the King James from the commentary that I have for my study Bible. But as far as reading chapter and verse, I will be studying and reading out of the Amplified as well. And for this particular portion, again, the Lord is not the the entire the entire uh, study begins in June. So the Lord, again, has allowed me to give y'all a piece of it, but not all of it. And I want to, again, in Esther chapter four, I want to start at about verse 10. Then Esther spoke to Hatak and gave him a message for Mordecai saying, all the king's servants and the people and all the king's servants and people of the king's providences know that any person, be it man or woman, who shall go into the inner court to be to be. I'm sorry, who go into the inner court to the king without being called shall be put to death. There is there is but one law for them except him to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live. But I have not been called to come to the king for these 30 days. And they and they told Mordecai what Esther said. Now, even even uh, in reading this, the thing that I've seen most often, especially as it relates to Esther and the book of Esther, is there are so many things that are frequently glazed over because the it would seem that the goal is to let women know that they existed in the Bible without knowing their complete capacity. And even and even in the Amplified, because I had to actually go back to the King James to see if I could see the same thing. If we go up to, let's say, verse five, it says, Then Esther called for Hatak, one of the king's attendants, whom he had appointed to attend to her. And ordered him to go to Mordecai to learn to learn what this was and why this was. And again, this will be taught more in depth in June. But we know that by chapter by chapter four, Haman has been empowered by the king Xerxes to kill all the Jewish people. And this is, and we see the burgeoning of this plan because Mordecai, who is, who we know as Esther's kinsman, Esther's uncle or his, or her cousin. No, I think, I think Esther's her cousin. Well, Esther is his cousin, Hadassah, her, her Jewish name. Uh, that's his, that's his cousin. But the one but the one thing that I want to piece, I want to kind of, again, pull pull at the text from is. In chapter five, Esther called for one person. By the time we get to chapter. By the time by the time we get to verse number 11. We see that there are two there are two people by the time we get to verse 12. And often what, I, what I've seen in this particular portion of scripture is we assume that Esther was able to talk to Mordecai one-on-one. And we often glaze past this part because we want to get to, you know, the meaty part of, of, uh, of Esther. Because if we're honest, most people stop reading Esther after the, after the 14th verse in chapter four. But... Esther had to Esther sent Hatak 
to go talk to him because again, the edict had already gone out about the genocide of the, of the Jewish people. And then when Hatak had come back, Esther then gave another instruction to him and then they went. Scripture does not say who this other person was. And I even, again, checking my concordance, checking my, uh, checking my, um, my study Bible, it doesn't give the other servant's name. Now I could just preach right there, but it says in verse 12, and they told Mordecai what Esther had said. So we see, we see here, Esther's not denying what is going on. Esther is saying, what do you want me to do? You saw what he did to Vashti. You saw. And again, I think that what I have seen, and again, in the preaching and teaching of Esther is there. And again, I'm not going to put my entire weight on this just yet because it's not time yet. But we see what Xerxes does to Vashti. And that, and that was his wife, presumably for 12 years. Cause as the book opens, we see, I hear you hung goes not too much. We see it at the, as the book opens, how quickly he dismisses women. And by the time we get to verse 11, Esther has been, has been queen for at least a year. She's had, she's had her beauty treatments. She's gone through all those things. And then she's now been chosen as queen. And this horrible thing has happened. And then Mordecai finds this out. And the only person he knows with enough power to stop what's going on is Esther. And Esther is telling him, what do you want me to do? I could die if I go in here. And then the, uh, again, Haytack and this other unnamed servant, they go, they go back to Mordecai. So again, this is not a phone conversation. They go from Esther's quarters. And again, the, this king, the kingdom, the palace is not small. Mordecai is on the outside of the gate. And again, this will be waiting on, uh, when we get to, when we get to this part, y'all bear with me, we going to keep going, but they had to go all the way over to where Mordecai was and come all the way back and then go back again. So he, so Esther sent, sent the, sent the service to him. Mordecai sent him to her. So then they, and then she sent him back to him with her, with her saying, look, what do you want me to do? You know, they going to, he going to kill me if I go in there and he ain't in the right mood and Mordecai and watch this. And but verse 14, where everybody shouts for, if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance shall come, shall, shall arise for the Jews from elsewhere, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows but who knows, but that you have come to the kingdom for, for such a time as this and for this very occasion. Now here again, all the women shout, I'm called for a purpose. This is my time. You also see the panic in Mordecai's voice. You hear the panic. Mordecai is saying, if you keep silent at this time, because again, we know that Mordecai had ripped his clothes. He can't believe what's going on. He you know, he can't come any further into the king, into uh, the palace or the king or the kingdom grounds because the king Xerxes won't allow anybody with sackcloth and ashes to come in. And he is beseeching Esther saying, you have to do something. And then watch, watch this. He said, for if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance shall come, shall arise from the Jews from elsewhere, but you and your father's house will perish. And who, and what, this is where he, now we know Mordecai to be very stoic. 
to be very to be very forward thinking he says and who knows but that you have come to the kingdom for just such a time as it and for this very occasion he's pleading with her to help him he's pleading with her to help him and then we drop down to verse 17 we and then Esther gives her Esther gives her instruction Mordecai go, goes with the instruction and then we go on in the book Esther is more dynamic and deeper and more complicated than we give it credit for. And as we go into, as we go into this study, which I'm getting, I'm working on confirmation from the Lord to make sure he wants me to teach this week by week. We are going to break this down. We are going to break this up. We're going to break some myths up. We're going to put some historical context on here. And we are going to see that that every Esther needs a Mordecai. You can't be a you can't be a dynamic woman or a dynamic person without without help. God bless you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are. No matter what time of day, God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you, listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading. And begin with the book of John or the book of Luke, as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E J as in Jack, B as in boy, H as in hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful. May God ever smile on you and may your well stay full.